other than the traffic on the way back from work. How, sure. How's your uh, first two days been? It's been good. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's been a real change of pace, as they say, actually going into the office. And Jake, as much as I loved you being the only other person that I saw during a week outside of my girlfriend and my dog. Sure. Uh, who's not even a person. Um, He's kind of a person. It has been a big change up to, uh, you know, like today, uh, just having lunch with other people rather than Weird. by myself. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, as much as I love my own company, uh, it is nice to to have some human interaction in my day. And uh, something that may detract from my ability to watch midday football during the, the, uh, the work week. We hate to hear it, yeah. Brent. Uh, we, we love the midday football watching. Um, but, you know, I think you'll be happy with the new job. Yeah. Um, some people that are not as happy as you are the Spurs players who have lost back-to-back matches after sure. being top of the table after 10 games. Sure. Lost limbs, appendages, uh, tendons, really? if you will. <laughs> yeah. Appendages? Yeah. <laughs> No, they've uh, <laughs> they have been riddled with injuries so far to uh, start this November calendar month, and it does have some possible warning signs flashing for Spurs as they go forward. And that Jake, they were flying on Angie Pastacagli, as you like to say. That's the only way I'll say. Yeah, it. was what what was it? Three manager of the month awards in a row. Yeah, first manager to ever do it in the first three available to him. Yeah, which is not surprising. That seems very rare. Right. Um. Obviously, not going to win it for this month. I would be surprised after starting it with two losses. Um. But it was really the Chelsea game and the manner that they lost it yeah. and the people they lost from it. Um, the lasting impact of that game was felt during the Wolves game. And it looked like those old guard players that were only playing because of the suspensions and injuries were actually going to see through a 1-0 yeah. victory. And people were you know, saying like it's not true Ange ball the way they were playing because it was more defensive because they just don't have the capability right. as our starters do to play the way that Ange wants to on the front foot. But, uh, alas, Cuh. nice. Uh, they let two go in, in at a yeah. time, which first one was a banger. I'm not sure if you saw it. Yeah, I did. I, Absolute I saw him. Yeah. Fantastic control. Um, second one, you know, we were just kind of sleeping, trying to play an offside strap with a, uh, a back four that, you know, played together for the first time ever. Right. So tough. Is how I'm going to say. No, I think that's fair. I think, you know, who has it the most tough is Eric Dyer. I don't know if you saw the YouTube. There's like a meme going around of Sony posted a YouTube video. Yeah. And it is like, it, the headline is like, Spurs are in trouble. And it's like injured. Like, it's like the player, like pictures of the players and it's got labels on them. And it's like injured, suspended, injured. And then on Dyer, it's playing. Healthy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> So Spurs could be in no worse shape than having Eric Dyer playing. Yeah, I mentioned it a little bit last pod when we dissected that Chelsea match slightly, but the lack of pace in a Pasacago system for a center back really exposes the team, and his passing just isn't as as good as Romero's is either. So just a complete downgrade on all fronts. Yeah. And it is one of the reasons why Spurs lost and are in this bad form. Aston Villa at home coming up for them. It's going to be a tough one. Um, yeah, I, I will say 
I feel slightly better because it is at home. Sure. Aston Villa, not great on the road. Right. We did talk about that last yeah. week. So so good at home, um, but struggle on the road. So that is our one saving grace. You know, if, if I were to face Aston Villa with our, you know, B team. Right. It, it would be the, the our home fixture, our being the collective Tottenham right. as a fan. Um, and, you know, not going to Villa Park where they've been so solid. No, they have been super, super good there, but we don't need to beat a dead horse with that. Um, Peter got Peter would, the first yeah. time we did it. <laughs> well, Jake, I think at this point we've beaten a dead horse at least five times. And just to go off topic completely, because you said it a bunch before, and I didn't know if you're referencing this, um, but I saw a video of it for the first time. The Peta Mellark, um, I'm in the cake. Oh yeah, yeah. I decorated cakes with my mom or whatever. Is what do you do? You reference the actual movie? Yeah. Okay, so there's uh, one of the spoof movies like Vampire Sucks uh-huh. or whatever, where they they make fun of all the big movies. Oh yeah. One of them has the Hunger Games. Oh. And it's him in the forest, and you don't see him. You hear his voice, and then it's Katniss like looking for him. He's like, "Where are you?" He's like, "I'm over here." He's like, "I can't see you. Where are you?" He's like. I'm in the cake. And it's just <laughs> this big, giant pink cake in the middle of the forest with a little face hole for him. And he's like, just right there. He's like, I learned how to do this from decorating cakes. Oh, well, that's nice. I haven't seen that. That okay. is not. I was referring to the actual, the actual movie. movie. Yeah, well, where. I, send you the, I think I might have yeah. sent it to you, um, one of the million TikToks that I've Right, for that you I haven't in seen. Your, in your yeah. Emails. Yeah. But anyway, I saw that and I could not stop giggling. Because I really thought that's what you're referencing. Right. Well, sorry to let you down. <laughs> Another team letting people down, speaking of which, is Newcastle, oh, yeah. who even have their captain, Kieran Trippier, going up to fans. Verbal dispute. Yeah. Telling you, like, look at all the injuries we've had. Which I will say, if that's any other captain that's not British, they get hounded by the media for that. Bruno? Like, <laughs> for, sure. Take Bruno Bruno Fernandez, Fernandes. Fernandes. As an example, I mean, the media would be all over him if he did that. But, I mean, even extending past that, you know, if you take, like, maybe not Kevin De Bruyne because the media loves Kevin De Bruyne. Mm -hmm. But um, really just any other foreign player that's a a captain in those circumstances. And the media would be having a field day. Yeah. I honestly didn't realize that uh, Trippier was captain until that all came out. Um, But it makes sense because – he is a, British. He is a leader and uh, sure. has been like part of that new team. Castle. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that new Newcastle team. Yeah. Um, that has really turned things around. Uh, but yeah, I. It's Bournemouth. Two, Two nil. nil. I mean, it was away, but still not good. Still, it's Bournemouth. Yeah. I know Spurs just lost to Wolves, but. Man City lost to Wolves. Right. Which, which is what, you know, I keep saying to myself to make myself feel better. Right. But uh, I, I don't have Bournemouth's fixtures in front of me and their results from the season. But I don't think they're not good. They haven't beaten anyone good. Yeah. And so they are this, without their talisman, too, Tyler Adams. Right. I was going to say <laughs> Philip Billing didn't play that game. But <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Adams, who is out yet again, again until I think like January or February, which Those is a huge bummer. Darn Americans can't stay healthy. I know. I know. You know what's funny to see, though, on a side note? Again, big tangent. Sure. To see how well Weston McKenney is doing now that he's not at Leeds. Yeah. He is flying in Serie A. You know who's not flying? Brendan Aronson. He is awful lately. Yeah, he's he's like a perennial 85th minute sub. <laughs> yeah, and disappointment. Yeah. Like, he's just, 
He's having a tough go. But anyway, Leeds not, are in the championship. Not a USMNT yeah. podcast. Not a Serie A podcast. Not a Leeds podcast. Not a Bundesliga podcast. Or Bundesliga. Um, and not a championship podcast, which is where Leeds yeah, are. Yeah, the whole thing. But a Premier League podcast. And do we think Newcastle are just you know in a slight bad run of form? Or is this going to be something we see happening throughout the rest of the season? Especially... With their focus maybe going towards Champions League matches well, because they sit at the bottom of their yeah. group and they need to get results. I mean, after how convincing they looked against PSG, they have really disappointed only having four points. Big drop-off. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't see how they advance in Europe unless it's a Europa League place. I mean, I realize that group is super tight. It's only, I think, four points separating first group, yeah. and, and last. Um so it's definitely up for grabs. They're definitely not out of it. Just with the amount of injuries that they have, I can't see them doing well against their – who are their last two? It, they, they have to play PSG again and AC Milan again, yeah, I believe. They play, yeah, they just played Dortmund twice. Yeah, so – Lost both. Yeah, they play at the Parc de Prince. Yeah. And, and they play home, home to AC Milan. Which, you know, if you had to pick one way, I would probably have had it the – other way. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't The San Siro is a pretty hard place to play. That's fair. And they did hold their own, so good good on them. Yeah. But well, the, own, the, the general rule of thumb is you don't lose your away games and you win your home games and you get through. So right. they did the and don't lose your away Dortmund, games part. They did yeah. that yeah. <laughs> in their first two matches. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think they need a striker back. Um, Jolinton playing like a false nine yeah. sort of thing. Or Anthony Gordon sometimes going central just is not working for them. They sure. need Callum Wilson or Alexander Isak. Right. Um, or else they're going to be in trouble. They are in trouble, it seems. I mean, they're they're certainly not in crisis mode. Um, they're no Manchester United, you know, who go through a crisis mode every yeah. season. But um, Not talking about them. Right. Maybe not in crisis, but we'll, we'll, we'll save see. that for We'll save day. it, yeah, but – um, Newcastle, I think the reason that I bring up Manchester United for this specific yeah. part is just because the expectations have changed. And I feel like Newcastle have hit the point where because of the success that they had last year, their expectations are much higher this season. And much in the same way that Manchester United, I think, overperformed last year, I think Newcastle really outperformed last year. And they can't quite live up to the expectations that are now set for them, both in the league mm-hmm. and in Europe. And I think they're performing when you look at their squad and the quality compared to the other top, you know, top four teams, they are where they should be. In my opinion, I, I, I don't find it so surprising. They're they are not, who we think they are. Right. I mean, they're, they're not like the star studded team. Isaac will probably be a star, but Anthony Gordon isn't a star. Miggy Almiron is not a top, no other top four team. Sure or top six teams starts Miggy Almiron and Anthony Gordon on the wings. No other top six team starts, right? (laughs) No other top, I didn't say big six. No other top six team starts Jolinton, Sean Longstaff, and take your pick of a defensive midfielder because Tenali's out. But Guimaraes, yes, but the other two don't start for like big six clubs. Jolinton gets into one or two of the big six. He's a, Um, he's a, faux midfielder though like he's not a midfielder sure you but know? that can be useful and certain teams I like guess. to play with that style but yeah, he's a I, scott mctominay i understand what you're saying yeah. but like uh they had to make changes early because of injuries in the previous game and like richie comes on for, 
and plays on the ring on the wing for Almiron. Right. It's like that's not the first off the bench option for any other right. top six, yeah. big six, whatever. I don't know. I'd put him up there with Jaden Sancho or Anthony. <laughs> I mean, current form, absolutely. Right. But just overall, like talent wise, right. And the, their ceiling, not quite there. Correct. Yeah. Um, Brent, we talked about Spurs being bad. We're talking about Newcastle being bad. We are. They meet December tenth. Um, and they both have three fixtures until then. Okay. I'm going to cover them real quick, and I'm going to get your um, opinion and maybe Hot a prediction. Takes. Yeah. Spurs, home against Villa, away to Man City, Ooh. home against West Ham, whereas Newcastle, they are home to Chelsea, home to Manchester United, and then away to Everton before meeting with Spurs at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Yeah. Which we won't talk about that fixture yeah, specifically, but build the up three to. building up to it. What do you think, or who do you think, has the easier go, and who do you expect to pick up more points? I honestly, it, I feel it feels wrong to say this, but I feel like Spurs have the better run in. I think they're lucky to get four points out of that run. Yeah, I think they lose to Man City. I think you're lucky to draw Villa. Um, just given the current injury list sure. and situation, although the international break couldn't have come at a better time for them, having two weeks off yeah. to get some players I mean, back. Yeah, doesn't, doesn't fix the Romero suspension, but yes. Right. Um, but, yeah, I think they come away with four points, whereas Newcastle, you know, sh- they can beat Chelsea. I think United are playing desperation football right now. So Manchester United, way. so it could go either way. I mean, it's not convincing. It's not good. But they're still eking out 1-0 wins. Yeah. Um, so I could see that game being a draw. It is nice yeah. that their only away game is at Everton, which, you know, if you had to pick one of the three. Correct. But Everton, but Everton away good is form. Yeah, and Everton's in good form, and we've always said Goodison is a Goodison, tough place to play. Not quite a fortress, but, you know, right. it's a building. Um, <laughs> it is. It's a stadium. Um, so I think both teams are probably looking at coming away with four points from okay. that fixture list, and it's an upside if you can get to six. Yeah. Um, I will say real quick, uh, the amount of times that we've had to give a caveat that my dog Winks is making noise in the background because we record at my apartment and sometimes he walks around and his little don't put this on me his little nails you know make sounds on the hardwood uh, or he's playing with the toy or eating or drinking yeah I will say Brent um, brought over his dog Kenai and he has not stopped moving he has not stopped moving the entire time we've recorded so if you hear that that is what it is and for once it's not my dog. Yeah, well, you know, part of this whole going into the office thing is yeah. my dog gets no, no attention. attention or energy out during the day, sure. which, uh, you know, when you have a Labrador puppy is mm-hmm. not the best. So this guy is ready. He's chomping at the bit, just like <laughs> me to oh. give my prediction yes. about these upcoming games. Yeah. Good segue. Um, both teams, and, you know, we mentioned it when talking about them. Just ravaged with injuries and do not want to be playing any tough fixtures. Alas, they are both playing two pretty tough fixtures in one winnable fixture through this span. Um, I think both teams will be actually lucky to come out with four points. Yeah. I think that their ceiling is probably three points. Sorry, not their ceiling, but their expected is three points. Getting that win. I think they'll be lucky to take one of those tougher fixtures and get a draw. Um, 
I think obviously, like we stated, uh, it's West Ham at home for uh, Spurs and Everton away, probably. Sure. Um, you know, you just, I think Newcastle are facing Chelsea at a tough time when they're kind of yeah. finding some goal-scoring form. Right. Four goals in two games back-to-back. You know, obviously the Spurs game being an anomaly. But City's but more impressive. City, yeah. that's incredible. 11 v. 11. Yeah. I don't think enough has been mentioned that City conceded four to yeah. Chelsea um, with their full squad. So, yeah, I, I think it is unfortunate for Newcastle, uh, but I think they could get a draw there, and they're more likely to get four points, maybe six. Right. Um, so I think when they do meet in four match weeks, Newcastle will have gained more points than Spurs from those three fixtures. Yeah, I know, Jake. I, I agree with you. Um, either way, it's not looking like it's getting any better for either of these two clubs. It's uh, tough runs of form to come out of the international break and out of injuries and suspensions with, um, You know, just depending on your team. I, I think that that Spurs-Newcastle game could be pretty big for the table yeah. uh, in terms of like top four race this early into the season. Um, in terms of... That's not going to decide who gets top four, obviously. But in terms of spearheading, if either team can get a result out of that match, um, just Espe- given form. Especially if it's the team that picked up more points in right. those matches leading yep. up to it. And they you know, take that momentum and go get a win. Yeah. I think that could really put them on a trajectory to end up top four. So, yes, I do think it could be a big one. Yeah, I mean, I expect Villa to fall off from the top four, top five race. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't expect Brighton to be circling around that area either. Manchester United, I don't expect to be circling around that that area. I think maybe sixth place is probably their ceiling this season. Um, I feel like the the top three teams are pretty set in terms of Arsenal, Liverpool, and Man City. They may flip around, sure. but in terms of who the top... So it's really a race for fourth place, and I think that's where Spurs and Newcastle are going to be competing. Yeah, this is a completely different conversation than we were having two weeks ago before the Chelsea-Tottenham right. game. Um, obviously, Spurs only one point off of Arsenal, Liverpool, and only two off of top. Yeah. But just the injuries that mm-hmm. they suffered from that one match into pivotal players. It yeah. wasn't Emerson, Royale, and Ben Davies getting hurt. It was right. Van de Ven and James Madison, right. who are part of the, the spine. The of revolution. Uh, I think the next worst person to get injured would be Vicario, who's just been fantastic Not this season. No, not yeah. son. Okay. Uh, I, I, I understand why you say that. Right. Captain. Captain. Uh, ooh, if I had to choose, this is a real Sophie's choice. If you have <laughs> is it? <laughs> son. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wait, is that your answer? Is it you'd rather have son? Oh, I guess with Richarlison having surgery and him not being good at all. Right. Uh, <laughs> you have nothing else up top. Um, you know what? At least you got huge it's, go. It's a, we don't. It'd be Foster oh. or Forster. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it has to be Son. I I'm not giving him enough credit for the goals he scored. Yeah, he's been good. Uh, he's been good. Slow uh, start, but picking up. Yeah, I don't feel good about him playing with this lineup, just based on what I saw at Wolves. Right. Not getting a lot of touches. Yeah. Um, because we're playing more defensively than, than we used to be. So if you have him in fantasy, I would drop him for the next couple Do weeks. Do you have him in fantasy? I don't. Oh. Um, so I'm not going to drop him. 
No, you don't have them. Right, but you hope that whoever does have them I'm not speaking directly to our draft fantasy group. I'm saying people in general general that play the real one. A lot of people probably have him because he was putting up numbers. Right, or Madison. Or Madison. I do have Madison. That is sad. Yikes. Um, And I made a big trade for Sokka. Yeah. So that did not pan out because of the injury, but who could have seen that coming? Not me. If I were to guess someone to get injured, I would have said Saka because he plays so much. Right. Well, here's a question for you, though, Jake, is at the start of the season, there were some big issues brought up by players about the extended added time minutes that were coming up and the higher chance of injury. Yeah. Couple that with the way that Angie likes to play. Do you think that maybe a little bit of it is self-inflicted with these longer matches that with the with the constant high press, high energy system might be having some some issues with player injury? Because I mean, even Van de Ven, that was just a pulled hamstring or torn or whatever it was. Yeah, doesn't need surgery, so yeah. just okay, pulled, so pulled. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, this has definitely been brought up on different outlets for Spurs fans, and um, it's. A complete opposite to what we saw with previous managers where we kind of just been jogging through games right. and then finishing strong. This is like we're just sprinting the, the entire whole time. time. Yeah. And that's why we've seen some drop-offs in uh, at a time because we've been sprinting the whole time and then conceding late. It happens. Um, but I think that coupled with the standing around that we do for VAR checks. Right. We being the players, I obviously don't play. Right. Um, so what they've been doing muscles cooling though. Yeah. So yeah. like the NFL, if you, uh, watch American sports, if they're not on the fields, if they're feeling they're like muscles, not staying warm, they go on the bike. Right. And they keep it going. Uh, obviously not an option for Premier League players. So, uh, I'm not directly blaming VAR and the style of play for Van Event's injury in the Chelsea game, yeah. but I think, you know, they definitely were part of it. That's an interesting like research area that you could look at. Is the I amount of time spent it. standing like is there's a correlation between the yeah. length, the amount of VAR checks in a game and injuries in that game. Yeah, I don't know. There's definitely a study to be done. Right, not um, by you. I don't have or the time. Me. Yeah, <laughs> you, you make time. I can make time. <laughs> well, time is an abstract construct. Well, Jake, what we do know from uh, oh, you didn't come with us. We just saw the Marvels this weekend. How was it? Um, it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I heard just totally undersold or under um, achieved their goal for ticket sales. Yeah. No, it, it is kind of busted at the box office. Um, not a good way. Um, and yeah, I, I what? Uh, yeah. So basically what I think has happened with yeah. that is it's gotten a lot of bad reviews early and it's making Ooh. people not go, but. Luke and my and Coley and Jan's reactions were that it is not as bad as people are making okay. it out to be. It's like not the most Maybe amazing movie. Maybe it's a good movie. thing it's going to bad reviews because then your expectations are lower. Sure, when you see it. I gave it a B minus. Okay, where it's like, uh, what was I underwhelmed about? The Doctor Strange one, the yeah. newer one. I like a lot of people thought it was really good, and, like yeah. the big budget and the multiverse was a huge deal. I thought it was overhyped, and yeah. it led to me being disappointed. Um, also, I think. Uh, Who's it? Miss Marvel, I think, very underviewed show. Right. So the hype around that was a, not as much as it could be for bigger heroes. Yeah. Um, but this is not a Marvel podcast. I was about to say, as much hey, as I would like it to be. PL and PJ's the coziest you, Marvel podcast. <laughs> you could talk about it for hours. And I would like to listen because I sure. think it's interesting. I just we, we would have why. to have special guest Luke 
Ooh. Wait, are we going to start a new podcast? I'm down. <laughs> um, now that we're not doing TikTok anymore, we <laughs> the world is our podcast. oyster. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, also, but, super cool that my dog just started sitting down for the last uh, yeah. Super five, impatiently. Like his tail, oh, yeah. His no, tail he's ready to do something. Wagon. He's ready to go. I asked him to stay, though. So um, He's been a real good boy. Yeah. Uh, but, Brent, you, you did mention that it is a pajama podcast. Yeah. And it's you know more fitting at this later hour um, that we're recording to be in pajamas. Yeah. You obviously still in work clothes. Work clothes. Hate to break yeah. the, you know, the fourth wall. Yeah. Viewers, but, ooh, the, uh, the mirage, <laughs> if you will. The, the facade. facade. <laughs> yeah. It's been pulled um, from the building and it's just a pair of khakis. Kind of. Kind of khakis. Kind of khakis. Let me, one second. Oh, those feel nice. Yeah, they are nice. What brand is that? Prana. Prana. Oh, those are kind of expensive. Yeah. They're surprisingly not. Prana? You'd be surprised. I've seen ads for those. Yeah. No, they they make good stuff. Do you get targeted by that? Uh, by piranhas, specifically? No. Um, <laughs> Don't spend much time in the Amazon. The, yeah, but by the brand, yes. Okay. Um, yeah, I, th- I feel like I've seen that on Instagram. Just targeted yeah. at me. Um, but yeah, I... You're on a list. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out. I think that's all we've budgeted for this pod in yeah. terms of topics. Sure. Um, in terms of drinks? In terms of drinks. Obviously, next week is Thanksgiving, the yeah. Thursday that we would be Give releasing. Give uh, Brent is Audi for some family stuff up in Alaska. Yeah. So we will not be recording next week. Sad. Yeah, tough. Um, Everybody's get our, our three listeners are going to really miss it. I know, it. but the international break, you know, kind of... It did work it out well. It saves us because yeah. we've got nothing really to talk about next week. So enjoy time with your family. Uh, give thanks. What we did this last year, but I'm gonna ask you again. What's your favorite uh, Thanksgiving side? Uh, green bean casserole. Really? Yeah. And I asked this last year, I think also, but you use the fake uh, crispy onions in the yeah. store-bought little can. No, I make them. You make crispy onions? Yeah. Shallots, actually. You fry them? Yeah. I so I did that. Alex and I had thanksgiving just by ourselves two years ago because of covid just covid related things yeah and i made my own and i did my own fried onions and it just they were they didn't hold up because they're too real yeah so when i put them in the casserole they kind of like got a little soggy no there's it's an art yeah so i i actually i prefer the store-bought ones just well, because they stay crispy you haven't had mine I haven't, and I will not. You won't. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't imagine when I will. Yeah. Um, my favorite, you know, it's classic, mashed potatoes. Sure. Tatties. Absolutely fantastic. Um, my family did cream corn. Oh. Which weird. I enjoy a lot. Huh. Um, but I don't know that no one else it. I've talked to yeah. has had that. Can of corn. Can of corn. Can of corn. Um, but obviously, the real MVP is after Thanksgiving leftovers. Right. Putting it all in a bun or something. Right. Rolls. Yeah. Uh, Brent, that's all I got. We're pretty much just that time, so yeah. perfect. It's perfect timing. We are perfect in every way. Let's release the hounds and get you out of here. Hey, I appreciate it, man. Um, from the only Premier League, po- from the Premier League podcast with the coziest. Yeah, we here. can't say the only one. We don't know if there's another one out there anymore. You know, it's it's been enough time now <laughs> where we could have a copycat out there. Just like our TikTok, right? Copycat. We people. did get copycats, yeah. yeah, but they were hurtful. <laughs> it's very hurtful. Very hurtful. They really I'm went st- after you specifically. I'm still in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Uh, well, you better get to it then, because uh, we'll see you next time.